Welcome back to We Care A Lot. I'm half the pod, Sam. I'm the other half, Mel. Hey, y'all. Today's episode is like a little bit on the more serious side. I feel like we always give these like warnings when topics are heavy. If it's heavy and you don't want to listen, like totally get it. Um, Yeah. But But it is more of a sigh episode. Like I just feel... A deep sigh. Let it out. But with that, like obviously we're going to have moments of laughing laughing and having a good time but well, yeah i think about our scary shit of being a woman episode i'm oh like God. why are we laughing so We're much laughing too much cracking up so don't fret this isn't gonna be like us coming to you and saying this is an intervention we think you're depressed um maybe you are and maybe you're not either way i think Learning about depression can be so helpful just in general to see other people. If you don't feel like you identify with depressive episodes or feelings of depression, for whatever reason you feel that way, a lot of people in your life might. And I think it's really important to understand what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah. That being said, we're not experts. Disclaimer. (laughs) Disclaimer, we're not experts. This is very much speaking from experience, speaking from our own therapy and our own just perceptions you know Mm -hmm. um so if your experience is not like this that's completely fine yeah i'm also not saying like we're not trying we're not sitting here saying that if you have if you feel x y and z you are depressed i'm not someone to give a diagnosis no (laughs) um as much as i say that people are narcissists on this podcast (laughs) I cannot give a... She can't actually for certain... I can't certain actually for certain say that diagnose. somebody is something. Um, Correct. So, with that said, take everything with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. but you may relate, so... Yeah. Moving on. Also, this episode just seems really prevalent because it's getting colder. <laughs> Slightly trying to lie to myself that it's getting colder because it's I mean, not. It is. I mean, it's, it's like... I was cold. It's like 71 degrees until 12 o'clock 1. And then it's, like, 78. (laughs) Um, But, you know, the the fall, the winter vibes, we're trying to get ahead of it. And just, like, it's always nice to get ahead of those feelings other than you being fully immersed in them. And then you're like, fuck, it's dark and cold outside. Yeah. And I'm sad. I, I think right now, I feel like I've been, like, in and out. Not in and out of an episode, but, like, I've been, like, teetering into, like, feeling Mm. things of it. And I definitely feel like I get, I mean, for me, depression's all year long. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like in the colder months, I have a lot more of a struggle. Just for, like, environmentally, like, purposes. Like, I just feel like colder weather just also puts a certain trigger to me. But with that said, like, seasonal depression's real. Yeah. Um, and depending on where you live, obviously, if you live in California, in LA specifically, like the weather doesn't get bad or not even, it never gets bad. Yeah. But it definitely gets cooler and you feel the shift. shift. Yeah. And for a place that doesn't, like people say, doesn't have seasons, I think it's still does. <laughs> okay. I mean, born and raised in California. So it's seasons, seasons to, us. to us. For others, it might just be like it's always spring or it's, all, it's always fall. Like Maybe for that's us. the hack. I mean, you did live in Seattle for a year, so you got to experience that vibe. It was atrocious. Exactly. For me. Like, and then you came back to California, wasn't it? Like, ah, uh, 
It's so it, it was nice, and, and then, then I'm you're like, used to it again. and then I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> okay, back to the not the hack, <laughs> not the hack, made for a year, yeah. But yeah, with that said, like I feel like there's that time that's gonna come, and you're just like, if you know that you get like a certain way, yeah, a it doesn't season. even have to be seasonal either. It's like life, tri- like aside from it being cooler in California, it's like Christmas and yeah, Thanksgiving, the holidays, family. The holidays lots will of triggers. be triggers as well. Or even if like you just have a certain month where you really had a traumatic experience, that also becomes a trigger at some point. And this episode is just going to be like a roundabout of all of that. Like just kind of not necessarily preparing, but I think that's like kind of where our headspace is of like we know something's on the rise for ourselves. So it's like, I'm it, sensing. Feels, it feels like uh, the right conversation to have at the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, this episode's about depression. If you haven't fucking noticed at this point. I was going to say take a shot every time we say depression, but that's probably bad. <laughs> Not on the depression episode, girly. Wait All till right. glowing hour. <laughs> Hug somebody every time we say depression. Oh, that's nice. But that's a lot of hugs, babe. <laughs> We're say it a lot. Yeah. So I guess like starting off with our own personal experience of depression, like who wants to go first class? <laughs> I don't um, care. I feel like I've spoken about it mm. on the podcast before. It's something very prevalent in my life. Like kind of a constant. I will say that the, and I think I said this too before, but like the moment that I had seen a therapist and they told me like, and you know, for everyone has their own like perceptions and journeys and whatever. A lot of people think that like getting clinically Diagnosed. diagnosed or like even saying that you're depressed is like a bad thing. For me, it was extremely like freeing. Mm-hmm. All of my life, like I feel like I've had depressive episodes and I just never knew what they were mm-hmm. nor was I educated on depression it just like wasn't a thing kids these days are so I get like there's a lot that comes with like the internet that adds yeah. to maybe depression but it's also like so nice and freeing to know that you live in a world where this information is at your fingertips mm-hmm. I could see the double-edged sword of that being like Maybe, like, oversimplifying depression or, right, like, totally. mental health in general. Like, kids will I'm depressed. Like, it just right. uh, diminishes the value of a word. Of the word. Yeah. But also, of course, there's so many good benefits of it. Yeah. So, like, with that said, like, I... The moment that I was told or, like, you know, diagnosed, it was freeing because I was like, I have never been able to really grapple what this was, nor, like... I feel like also sometimes, like, getting a diagnosis... Or, like, under- and understanding the symptoms also creates, like, an action plan for you to know what to mm-hmm. do when things happen, yeah. you know? Versus, like, I was in the dark and... It felt, like, probably it endless. It felt like I, I was just different. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just couldn't... Like, I was abnormal almost mm-hmm. and or, or dramatic. And, like, depression in combination with anxiety is one hell of a fucking drug, let me tell you. Not the drug. So... When that happened, I feel like it was just so, so important for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt super, like, supported and, like, less alone. Mm-hmm. Just, by, just by the diagnosis, which is, like, if not everyone wants to hear that. Yeah. That's not your own journey. For me, it was freeing. I definitely don't, like, go and be, like, I'm just, like, depressed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I'm still constantly trying to work on. You're not using it as, like, a crutch, a crutch. of, like, right. whatever then. Yeah. So, which I don't think anyone 
maybe maybe uh, but like i don't know most, that, and that's yeah. like the world of the internet that it's mm. like kind of funny to me yeah. like kind of funky but anyway yeah my that's like my history history with depression for me i go through episodes quite often less so now i think as i'm growing older i'm definitely like recognizing the tools and the things that help me kind of stop one from fully like emerging or like becoming an episode like I'll have a depressive like time and then I'm like okay and I really work on getting myself into a space that doesn't necessarily feel that -hmm. way I'm also disclaimer I'm not medicated I have grappled with the idea of it I'm not there yet and I think that like it might help a lot of people but for me I don't really want to have something I depend on in that way mm-hmm. and that might be torturous sometimes and I can see how it could really benefit me in some other ways but at the moment I don't necessarily feel like that's the right path for me that could change and I'm not saying that that's like the wrong path for anybody it's just like for me personally that's just how I feel mm-hmm. yeah and I don't know my I feel like everyone's way of feeling depression is so different as well so like for me it just it's a different type of feeling and in its specific experience I guess for like that episode or whatever but like a lot of the time I just like don't really know who I am you mean as opposed to just feeling like sad right Mm. like I just feel like you can identify the difference yeah 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 sadness is different for me it, it feels like two different words yeah it's Mm -hmm. just like it's just like this heaviness that like just doesn't go away like it's like like this i know like weighted blankets are really good for you but it feels like a weighted blanket that you just like can't remove yeah then that's not fun anymore no weighted blanket you can't take off it's not cozy yeah yeah and then i just like i genuinely just feel like not myself Mm -hmm. and a lot of the time especially in an episode or when an episode's emerging I can't even I can't even like identify who I was so then that becomes like really anxiety ridden for me because then I'm like I'm just like living life and I maybe like I'm not doing right I'm not Mm. doing it right and I'm like spiraling and then it becomes like this whole big thing for me yeah so like that's my experience with depression and like it's been a very long hard journey to realize the certain things that like help and don't help or like And honestly, being really real with myself of, like, sometimes you're doing things that are just digging yourself deeper in that hole. Mm. But, yeah. Anyway, Um, what was your experience like? First, I want to ask you, or, well, I know the answer, but you were diagnosed later in life, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was 21. Yeah. When I was diagnosed. Just for the people that don't know. Because I'm pretty sure we have, I don't know what episode we talked about that. Yeah, I don't remember. College something. Mm, That seems way far off. Whatever we did. Okay, yeah. I feel like that's helpful. Because also just like you literally went through your entire adolescence. The hardest years of our lives, arguably. Not knowing what the fuck is wrong. Or how to cope, I guess, Mm -hmm. even. Yeah. I remember when you found out. I was like, that's so validating. It is. Like, wow. It was was literally like eye-opening for me. And I... I don't know if, like, everybody has this kind of experience. Hopefully you don't. But, like, in terms of, like, my family, very Mexican, very, like, I wouldn't say, like, necessarily super traditional. But, like, mental health is not what it is now. Like, and that's, like, I'm sure even past my years, like, mm-hmm. has been even worse. Yeah. But, like, especially with, like, my parents, they don't really know, they didn't really know how to, like, 
handle that or like like seeing you go through it. things they just were like I don't know how to help yeah not in a bad way necessarily but just right I feel yeah. confused <laughs> it, it's confusing and yeah. then like for me it was also like I I feel like my entire like immediate family is dealing with some sort of like mental health disorder or issue and so growing up watching like my brothers go through their own depressive episodes of like what now I also like I'm not diagnosing them (laughs) this like I guess like I guess I am but like I'm more so just saying like I genuinely can see like the similarities Mm -hmm. and so going and seeing them go through it and then like being told to just go like help them be happy was like really counterintuitive counterintuitive and also kind of like super detrimental to me mm-hmm. which like in that sense it also like lessened the importance of like what they were going through or like like they just need you to be around to be happy it's like well yeah and then like but then simple. i'm like who's around me to make yeah. me happy it was just and it, that's just like they're trying the best other sector of but. things but yeah it just like watching them go through it it just like mm-hmm. and then being now able to say like or to be validated in my experience. I'm not, like, dramatic. I'm not just, like, being moody. Like, you know, like, it's just yeah. much more in that, than that. And that was also helpful for me to, like, see the world in that way. Where, like, now when I, like, see the things that my parents go through. And the episodes or the feelings and the moods that they have. It's easier for me to, like support and understand versus just like having the same outlook of them telling me that I'm just Mm -hmm. you're going through a little like hard patch you know it's like no girl you said this is cyclical babe this is cyclical (laughs) it happens often let's just take like let's take a step back oh my goodness um yeah I think mental health has come a long way as we as, as we a society know. love to talk about For real. but yeah i don't think i ever talked about mental health in my household ever ever diddly right? squat never i don't think we ever used the word mental health it wasn't a thing or like anxiety depression no it was just the big sad mad happy you know those yeah. are the feelings we discussed which like i mean no knock to that generation of parents but it's but just, then it's like the same it's like then well, that I mean, generation gonna, yeah. is like the same generation that's like saying well everyone's now depressed like mm, you know like you guys are just yeah. sad you just don't know the difference it's like well maybe we all maybe we were all were depressed, depressed and you don't know because yeah. you you know yeah yeah I mean, you know, and then the next generation, we're going to be fucking up our kids because of X, Y, and Z. Because we're, like, no, diagnosing them depressed. with... No, baby, you're just... You just have anxiety, baby. Let's go get meds. Like, and then we're going to over-medicate. That's also an issue. That's also an issue. We'll, we'll get together. Yeah, we're not going to get into that. Yeah, so my experience is just, like, never discussing mental health or it being a topic of discussion for my family. I think the first time I had really talked about it with my like mom probably mom or dad both whatever I decided to start going to therapy Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it was like oh yeah like someone else in our family goes to therapy and I'm like what and then yeah they've been going since they were in their 20s and I'm like okay like why haven't we talked about this and like 
it's always been more of a joke, like, oh, your brother's a hypochondriac, or, like, your sister's just, like, I don't, I'm, my sister's, like, my sister's what? <laughs> I'm Crystal? Just, uh, Crystal, I love you. I genuinely couldn't come up with anything. <laughs> I just didn't want to throw only Eddie under the bus. But, yeah, like, it was a joke, like, oh, don't tell Eddie because he's a hypochondriac. I'm, like, that's literally a disorder. <laughs> like, this this poor man. I'm like, my brother's literally struggling with this. And it's a joke, which like, you know, all in good fun, I guess. Like if he's cool with it yeah. and it's like, a th- whatever. whatever. But you know, not much. Dude, is it hypochondriac like a form of OCD? I think it so. Is, right? It makes I mean, sense. I don't know for sure what it's like classified as, but yeah. That would make sense. You're just scared of being sick, essentially, yeah. or like getting sick. It's just like the intrusive thought of. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, I just didn't really have much mm, much of a gauge on depression, specifically since that's what we're talking about. And, yeah, so <laughs> I, like, definitely have felt really sad. I personally don't know if I can say I've been depressed or ha- I feel like probably, but I've never been to a therapist that diagnosed me with it or told me that I was suffering from a depressive mm-hmm. episode or anything. So I can't really say yeah. for certain. I would say one big memory I have is when I was on birth control, the pill, the evil little no, literally pill. Literally the Maybe evil that's pill. what we were talking about. I don't know. When we talked about when you were diagnosed. I don't know. Was I on the pill then? I feel like we talked about it. I feel like it's coming back because we were talking about IUDs in the same exact conversation. Maybe you're right. I remember us walking literally. I just, I remember where we were. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> so random. Anyways. So I was just going through it. I just remember feeling literally insane. I didn't feel like myself. I was constantly like anxious and sad and worried and there wasn't really a cause for it. And we've talked about like, was it the birth control or the boyfriend at the time? Right? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe they're also making me depressed. I have no idea. (laughs) Cause of depression. Boyfriend. Boyfriend. (laughs) That is so wrong. Definitely not true, but like kind of true. Could be. But like kind of true. Could be trigger. <laughs> I don't know. And I've actually recently talked to somebody about it, like not a doctor, but like just a person. And they're like, oh, were you depressed? And I was like, that's such like, a straightforward question. Mm. And I was like, um. Well, because it's a, it's a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I was like, that's a really good question. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't identify it. I can't. I wouldn't be able to tell you if I was or not. Maybe. Yeah. So that's kind of my experience with depression. I don't don't know much about her. In terms of like like I mean for me, like my anxiety and my depression. Like they're fucking the homies, dude. Oh, they're yeah. like sisters, like not sisters. they're in a pack. I also was not diagnosed with like anxiety disorder necessarily mm-hmm. because I definitely at the time was more so focused on like the my depression. depression side of it of it. I feel like you also have not been diagnosed but i do think that we both are very anxiety i'm gonna just say anxiety ridden people yeah with that said like i feel like even the word anxiety Mm -hmm. even that being like a (laughs) self-proclaimed yeah diagnosis i feel like has been helpful in Mm -hmm. some in some forms i won't say like in a lot of ways it doesn't cure it it doesn't cure it it's all like oh yeah it's just it's gone yeah um but (laughs) I feel like even, like, when we, like, first met, 
Mm. I feel like neither of us really use that terminology. Right, yeah. Do you, like, now recognize, like, the times that you were anxious, like, then? Back then. Yeah. Like, do you... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like if maybe what you're getting at is, like, if I resonate with anxiety without being diagnosed, maybe I don't have depression? Are we linking the two? No, no, no. I was just asking Because I feel like maybe that's valid. Like, like, I would just feel it. Feel it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's most of all just asking because, like, I just can remember us at, in those, like, in that time. And, <laughs> like, you be like, I could now be, like, yeah, she was, she was anxious. an anxious person. No, dude, I remember one time, get this, get this. <laughs> not, I didn't tell, I didn't, this. I didn't tell you I was anxious and you knew something was up, but I was like, I'm not going to tell her because then it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Literally? What, girl? So I ran a light on the way to come get you because we carpooled. So I ran a light on accident and a car almost hit me. And I was so scared. I was like mortified. I was like this the rest of the fucking day. And I was Googling like, are there other are the fucking ticket lights on on this street on this cross street i was so scared i was gonna get a ticket i was i don't know why i was so i was like bitch if you get a ticket you get a ticket literally. and the answer was literally like girl if you get a ticket you get a ticket. the light could be off the light could be on and so i'm just sitting there googling shit and then you come out of class and like you're like are you good and i was like fine <laughs> and like little did i know had i just been like yeah dude i probably am gonna get a fucking ticket and i'm anxious about it you could have had an answer like girl i know that light doesn't work and i would have been like period anxiety gone just you get a ticket then what girl exactly a conversation and i would have been fine but in those moments i didn't know how to identify that i was even anxious you know i wasn't like i mean i was just like i'm worried about this ticket like you know and and i think that that's when i say like the diagnosis is so helpful Mm -hmm. or even just like knowing what the term is what you can call it and we can call it it's like putting a name to that bitch. It literally like, like fuck you. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I agree though. You yeah. Know, it's yeah. Just, it's oh, helpful. Kind of makes me sad for like old us. Like it's it really sad. was struggling. It was struggling, dude. God. Uh fuck. Um Yeah. Yeah, diagnosis. Kiss on the cheek. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I know you've like said that you're not gonna necessarily call it what it is because you don't know. And that's okay. But yeah. what are some of, like, the symptoms that you feel, like, would align? <sighs> that, like, you felt that you're, like, oh, th- that makes me think that it could have been. Mm-hmm. Or, like, why did that person say, <laughs> were you depressed? Like, what were you, what were, right. what were the symptoms or okay. the common signs that you were, like, thinking about? Well, like, the birth control thing, like, when I was saying that story, like, I didn't feel like myself. Mm-hmm. But I also just chalked that up to the hormones that were in my system. I mean. Which, I like, could still cause still, depression. Right. Right. So, like, hormone changes definitely one of those kind of uh things to look out for if you notice signs of depression I guess which like yeah I think genuinely I probably was depressed at that time because I was acting out I was being mean to people (laughs) like my family my boyfriend I was probably being short with because I was mad at him for maybe no reason maybe like holding on to something that happened a long time ago or whatever be on these fucking pills like literally (laughs) go cut your snap just fucking tie that tube bro yeah, so I think that's probably that. Um, what, when I was talking to that person, um, I feel like I was more so talking about, like, family stuff and, like, feeling just, like, really down about it. Yeah. I don't think I, like, really used, like, a lot of descriptors. Maybe I said something along the lines of, like, I just felt, like, really down and, like, sad for, like, a long period of time. 
And maybe that's why, because, like, the period of time thing for depression yeah. being so important. But was I around for this time? Yeah. And I don't think... I don't think I actually have experienced, like, a, anything other than yeah. the birth control thing. Um, I mean, I can... I. Because I feel like grief and sadness can last a long time and come in and out. For sure. You know? Yeah. So that's why I kind of am like... That's also a very tricky thing, like, the grief in in conjunction with, like, depression. Like, what is what? I guess, like, one can become the other and by, you know... Or coexist at the same time. Or coexist at the same time. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) One can Um, become the other. (laughs) So that's difficult. But I, I, yeah, I mean, because, like, grief, I would assume, has similar signs. Yeah. Because I do feel like there was, like, and not, like... Not to say that I was like, oh, like she's got to fix something. <laughs> oh, but she like, depressed. it definitely felt like there was like a lack of motivation and like mm. a constant, like, it was almost like numbness. But then to the point where, like, if you, if I mentioned or we talked slightly about this one thing, like your eyes would well up like immediately, mm. you know? Yeah. It was like, it was like something bursting almost, but like mm-hmm. also felt so numb. You yeah. Know what I mean? So, I don't know. I guess, like, I could see how the two might not exactly like, be. Like, could be very similar. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I was in therapy at the time. Yeah. So, I don't really think... Well, I think also you being, like, proactive in getting into therapy... Yeah. Probably led you to a path of, like, not having a full-blown episode. Mm-hmm. True. I think maybe you might have been teetering in, in some depressive feelings. Yeah, that's also my question, like, I guess, if whenever I get back into therapy, would be, like, so... Because, like, there's depressed people, question mark? Like, people who are just um, not always suffering with depression, but just, like, they, they're they always... It's always something that they're going to have type of thing, mm. right? Is that a thing? People can have moments and stints in time where it's just like you had a depressive episode right but you don't have to be like of somebody who's like struggling forever forever. like Mm -hmm. i think when when you have like when you've had depression there's always a chance of it coming back Mm. but okay you know what i mean it's it's not not like somebody it's not like (laughs) it's not like me where it's like every other month girl no but like that's my question, I guess. Like, people saying. who are more prone to depression, it, it doesn't necessarily mean, like, necessarily you're a forever depressed person. It's no. just, like, you're more aware of the signs and, yeah. like, preventing which and is, treating. Yeah. Which is why, like, the whole grief thing, like, was a big question in my mind right now. Because, like, I feel like a lot of people who do grieve do end up having, like, a depressive Mm-hmm. I don't want to call it stip, but like a, a point mm-hmm. in time, and then they move out of it. And like the grief, grieving is, in, in my opinion, it's forever. Yeah, you go through like cycles of it or whatever, but it doesn't necessarily mean like this intense sadness, or even mm-hmm. like this intense depression. It's just like a feeling that like comes and goes, and like a remembrance. Yeah, it's like slightly different. But I, de- yeah, I feel like depression can be like a one-time thing and then like something else happens to Mm. you and then like you might get into an episode or not you Mm. know what i mean 
It doesn't mean like... Because I feel like there's a stigma of depression, of it being like, either you're a person who can get depressed or you're a person who can't. Can't. I feel like everyone is Isn't that a stigma? Am I crazy for that? Well, that is a stigma. I think so. Like, I think people are like, oh, depression? Yeah. I've never had it, so I'm never gonna get get depressed. That's... I feel like... That's just can't be... I'm just gonna say this. I feel like brain chemistry is so interesting to the point where, like, anything can really affect... Mm like your brain chemistry and like I mean, the way that your like your neural pathways like those things new ones can be added but also old ones like things can get destroyed mm-hmm. any like slight alteration to your brain chemistry can create a fucking action of yeah. depression it yeah. can happen to anybody yeah i think it's like that's the biggest stigma when it comes to depression for me that it like sticks out like when people talk about depression i feel like it comes off very much like i'm a person who doesn't doesn't get depressed doesn't mean you can't but also like there is the stigma of depression being like oh my god that that's like an eternally sad person you don't want to be around or something yeah. like i feel like pe- people that's also true yeah and it's not true because obviously for anything someone with anger problems someone with fucking like can't take the world seriously problems because they're too happy yeah. all the fucking time like we're like it's about being a well-rounded balanced person who understands the things that maybe they need to work on or need a little more support in whatever it is i feel like it's just not fair depression aside like anything we all have our things we all have our things yeah that's fair but that's a good point that like both of those like two stigmas or like misconceptions about depression really Mm -hmm. exist it deters people also from saying that they've ever been depressed. depressed yeah yeah like i almost feel like weirdly I, I know my mom watches and like listens so i'm like is my mom gonna be like you've been depressed before like it, like it's a thing but i'm yeah. like but it's not a thing but like, it's all, like yeah and because it like it becomes like a thing like that i also feel like and i feel especially when i'm in an episode i feel like i should not like tell people tell people or like mm, even like i should act i should try to act differently because if not somebody's gonna like just either be weird about it or like think i'm like i don't know i think Make like you feel also so like i think it's maybe just like the older generation but it, they i feel like around them whenever like a mental health terminology is used it becomes <laughs> like face. this thing where i feel like they either like think you're like a crazy person or you're like kind of like broken or like using you know it as I a mean? crutch or using it as a crutch it's yeah. like one of the three and like it's kind of shitty like mm-hmm. it's so invalidating yeah but yeah interesting saying that you don't want to like let people in because i could see that like even when i'm anxious not letting you in was so much worse for me though yeah it was so much worse for me at the end of the day instead of just saying hey i feel really anxious right now i don't have to tell you why but just i feel really anxious right now you could have been like oh let's go get a coffee (laughs) not a coffee (laughs) let's go get a smoothie whatever Yeah. yeah and like telling people you feel depressed like it just it allows people to meet you where you're at. Yeah. Instead of it, them expecting you to be, like, yourself. Myself. And then you're not. And we're like, well, why are you not? Is something wrong? Are you fighting with someone? Are you hungry? Are you, like, you just start being, oh, are you on your period? Yeah. Like, all these fucking stereotypical <laughs> assumptions. Yeah. And instead of just being like, honestly, I just not feeling my not best today. Not my best today. I feel like that's kind of how, like, I... I the opposite is what I used to do and like lately I'm just like I don't give a fuck I'm just gonna put myself first and like 
tell people what I'm like, how I am. And if you want me fucking around, you want me fucking around. If you don't, I don't give a shit. If you think I'm fucking crazy, that's Mm -hmm. fine too. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Speaking about periods, just like self-diagnosing again, PMDT. Oh Um, yeah. That was an interesting thing to discover, discover along with like my depression, I guess it's just like weird. Cause like, Mm mm-hmm. Again, what does like, PMDD stand for again? It's it's like, girl, <laughs> girl. We're not scientists. We're not scientists. <laughs> PMDD, premenstrual dysphoric disorder. That sounds scary. I'm still like wondering if I like fully have that. Who can diagnose that? Is that like a gynecologist? I think it's a gynecologist. Expert? I I'm actually just got myself Tia, which was sponsored by Tia, but it's oh not. My- um why do we have all these amazing sponsorship opportunities and none. and anyway anyway sad moment <laughs> <laughs> but i just signed up for tia and i'm excited for my first appointment i'm nice it's virtual. is it only gyno or no is it, they, it's primary it's and gyno oh, okay nice, nice they just like focus on like people with vaginas we literally need a sponsorship anyways i'm like over here like oh my god is it only gynecologist no it's primary (laughs) fuck (laughs) and they work with the pharmacy capsule which is pharmacy capsule like the pharmacy dash their name is capsule (laughs) got it (laughs) but yeah so i like had gone to this naturopathic doctor i guess recently where like I had gotten, like, acupuncture. I haven't been in a minute, which I should go back. I was telling her, like, all of these symptoms that I had, and I was like, I think I have endometriosis. Like, I think I have PMDD. Because, like, the things that, like, don't WebMD shit, but also it was Mm. helpful, okay? Mm -hmm. Because then you could bring it up to a doctor. It's not like, I'm diagnosed now. It's more like, that's weird. These things are lining up. Yeah. Let me bring it to a professional. (laughs) So she was just, like, saying, like, the PMDD part is probably a little more real than the endometriosis like she's mm. like i really hope you don't have endometriosis and i think you should stop saying that you like mm. do because obviously like we're all like woo at that yeah, yeah place anyway so like she's like you're gonna like bring it upon yourself true and she's just like there's all these other things there's, there's all these other symptoms that you would probably see and have if you did have endometriosis so okay whatever. so we were talking okay. about that and i just like want to fully explore well, my validation uterus. also of like yeah. i have it or i don't i don't because i need an action plan and i'm sick and tired of having mm-hmm. these like very fucking intense periods yeah it's just anyway. not fair for yourself like i want to live my life i want to live my life yeah but yeah like the pmdd thing like there's like a few this might be like tmi whatever my mom doesn't listen and hi Susanna, i know you listen <laughs> <laughs> it's not like tmi like weird like that it's just more tmi of like mental anyway i had gone like three or four months where I mean I've always like felt like intense intense sadness I don't even know if I want to call it depression because it was different for you. it was it felt, different yeah and it was like a lot of anxiety too was this like recent yeah long more, time ago more recent mm-hmm. and I feel like I go through periods where like periods of periods where mm-hmm. like some are really really fucking intense and other ones are like for me on the mild side even though like my body's yeah. going through it mentally. I'm also going through it. But, like, I think it was, like, five-ish months ago, I was, like, in a very, like, constant cycle of having, like, really, really intense, bad, bad thoughts. Mm. While on your period. While on my period. Mm. Oh, no, no. Right before. It's, like, mm. it's like the 10 days before your period mm-hmm. is when the PMDD really kicks in. 
And then for some people, it like literally stops immediately when you're bleeding. Like when you start bleeding. All of a sudden you're like, maybe maybe it's like a validation thing. Like it was my period. (laughs) I guess. But like if something happens within like your hormones and your fucking brain that like, I don't know. I was just having these really intense, scary thoughts about like not necessarily like I don't want to say that I was like suicidal because that's not like the right wording, but like you thought about death. I thought about death a lot and wanting to be dead, but not like having suicidal a plan yeah. or anything. It was just more so like I would be driving and I'd be like, like I could just like die right now and that's mm. like completely okay. And I kind of like, if that happens, like I kind of want that. Mm. Like it was like, a, I don't even know how to explain it. It's no, just, yeah, I get what you're it saying. It was just like very dark thoughts. And like, it was to the point where like I started scaring myself like, am I, like, suicidal? Like, this is not right. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got to, like, Googling of, like, is this, like, something that happens? Yeah. Know? And then, yeah, the PMDD thing came up. And I'm like, that makes a lot of sense It's for literally me. so niche also. It's niche. Like, like, our lives are so niche. <laughs> I'm but such a niche. is it not so niche? Like, to be like, I'm not suicidal, but I'm thinking about death. Like, if Barbie came out this time that you were going through this, you would have been like... What is happening? Thoughts about death. Yeah. Crazy. But, like, it's... It's really strange. Yeah. And also, like, I think a lot of these things teach their own about what you think about life and, like, diagnosis and fucking disease or whatever. I genuinely feel that, like, a lot of things come from, like, generation... Like, obviously, genetics, for sure. Mm -hmm. But also, like, generations of... Like, generational trauma. I feel like that is so real. And, like, when I look at the way that my periods are, I definitely see it as a sign to generational, like, woman trauma in my life and, like, the lineage of my family. And, like, growing up, my mom had such intense periods like me. And I just thought, like... I just literally wrote it off as, like, my mom had them so bad. And, like, women take on like whatever you know you take on whatever like is in the family genetics but like looking back like i think it's so real that like my mom probably had pmdd as well like Mm. her the way she would speak about her life either like right before her period or during her period was just like really intense Mm. and then like she would get over it yeah and then you're like okay that was really that was like for you as a kid yeah you're like the you good like ma'am? whoa so, and for her not knowing yeah, not is knowing like, what the hell is going on yeah. she's tmi probably like not perioding anymore not perioding <laughs> um <laughs> what but like I love that. and like now she feels free and we talked about that recently and she was just like you know menopause is its own thing but like yeah i feel so fucking freed like from not having my period not anymore having chills. and i'm like dude Weird. like that is so crazy that like we're sharing this experience mm. like i don't like that i like i'm going through the things you go like obviously yeah. i don't express it the same way for many different, different reasons tools and different reasons and like coping mechanisms but like it's so fucking nuts mm-hmm. anyway this is like a fucking tangent about PMDD, we got on periods but, anyway. but very relevant to depression if you be bleeding we be bleeding bro yeah you kind of briefly spoke on your symptoms of like just not feeling like yourself yeah, you I definitely of... sleep a lot mm. during my, or like I'm tired constantly. Mm-hmm. Someone said that like having fear and depression, sorry, having fear? having anxiety and depression is like having a fear of failing, but like having no fucking motivation to do it. 
to do anything about it. It's whack. And that's like why I feel. Why? It's just fucking awful. Why can't the chemistry of our brains just just like be fix nice? yourself, bitch? But yeah, if you if you feel like you've had any like signs of depression, if they persist for this is what my therapist said to me. Uh, if they persist for longer than two weeks, then that's considered an episode. At that point, I hope before that, but like at that point, I would definitely reach out to somebody to help mm-hmm. because it's not a lot of the time depression is all consuming and literally should get paid for because it feels like a fucking job to deal with. But like, you can't do it alone. Sometimes you just yeah. can't, especially when like if it's this, if you've never gotten like professional help, it's just so mm-hmm. hard to I mean, try to do just, with an episode. Just lost. No, if you have no, no sense no of sense of tools anything. and validation of where you're at, so yeah, honestly, just talking to people helps. I think so. I mean, sometimes pick We're, the right person, right? But but yeah, for yeah. sure, you don't have to do it alone. Is what we're trying to say, essentially. I would say okay. So defining depression, not to actually define, but I feel like the way that people actually state, like knowing that something is depression versus like sadness Mm -hmm. is when it affects your life if it affects your ability to work live in any kind of way that is when you're most likely in a depressive time at least is what i'm trying to say like Mm -hmm. if it's if it's hindering your way of life whether that's like i said like work or your relationships with people if you feel like you're isolating yourself a lot your physical well-being, if you're not eating, if you're not sleeping correctly, like, all of those things are signs and symptoms of depression. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. Maybe, maybe, maybe a girl has. Girl. <laughs> a big one for me, like, when I'm in a depressive state, I will have, like, bad insomnia. Like, mm, bad. That's and then, the worst. And then I feel tired all day, which is, like, so not helpful. Yeah. But again, like, if you're feeling these these signs, these symptoms, whatever you want to call them, A, for sure, see a therapist. Also, just, I think, try to find support in some form. If you can't go to a therapist, find a friend to talk to. Um, yeah. Find something to pull you out of the space mm-hmm. that you're in coping mechanisms and things that bring you joy mm-hmm. try to f- fall back in love with certain things whatever it is that you enjoy doing working out a sport art yeah cooking hanging out with friends try and like push yourself out of your comfort zone in that moment even for just a little bit call somebody call somebody a big thing that I heard was, which I thought this was super helpful. I don't know if it is for whoever's listening, mm-hmm. but in depre- in times of depression, stop listening to yourself and instead talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. By that, what I mean is don't like stop taking these depressive thoughts or even anxious thoughts. Like you're being talked at. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. like listen to those. Like stop agreeing or even allowing it to be a space obviously easier said than done but i'm just saying in general like that's where the problem lies is like listening to the lies that your brain is feeding and instead try to talk yourself into something else Mm -hmm. you know question these thoughts question these thoughts tell yourself the opposite 
Mm-hmm. And I know at first, and listen, for me, I feel like I'm such a like person who tries to like tell people like, yeah, you know, meditate, do your own little affirmations. Be like a super spiritual, amazing person every and day. for sure. And I, d- I genuinely believe that. But in my times of depression, girl, I'm not there. I'm like, none of that's going to fucking work for you, stupid bitch. Like, nice. none of it. You're here with me. Like, literally, I love Big Mouth because they their characters are so Who's fucking... Who's depression cr- again? The kitty. It's the cat. She, like, comforts you and, like, literally makes you feel like shit, but also she's, like, there She's, like, you. a cunt. Like, that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, literally, that's how it fucking feels. And then Miss fucking Anxiety Mosquito right oh. here. She's so fucking annoying. But oh. she's really, like, just scaring me the whole time. She's on point. She's on point. It's just... But anyways... Like, I know in those moments, affirmations don't fucking feel real. Like, they're mm-hmm. gonna fucking work. But also, what do you have to fucking lose? Yeah, just try just it. Just say your little silly words every day. <laughs> See if it, if you feel anything after That's a while. That's the depression literally speaking to you. Try your little silly words. And try you're like, silly- okay, I, I will. will. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, literally. Anyway, so I've been saying affirmations in the morning and at night. The same one. Hopefully- yeah, also maybe it's a way to avoid falling into a depressive episode it's not always when you're in it no you I, know absolutely preventative i definitely that's something that i like am now learning is like the preventative care of it all mm-hmm. versus like how to cope it's yeah. like how do we not sorry yeah. how do we not get to that point yeah exactly that's also God. what's so helpful about the diagnosis you know you're like you know i understand myself like, you know what I'm talking about? Putting us in those little boxes. Let me put me in my little box. Put me in that little box. <laughs> in the little garage. <laughs> Girl. Also, I had a random thought. Our inner monologue episode. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so if you're depressed, you have to have an inner monologue. Absolutely. Right? Like, there's no there's depressed no, person without an inner monologue. No, or I anxiety. Don't, I don't think so. How fucking free. That, that's why I said how fucking nice. Must be fucking nice. That's crazy. That, this bitch no. too loud sometimes. There's got to be someone without an inner monologue and depression. I need to I need to know. Well, or suffered with depression at some point. God, dude. That's one interesting thought. Interesting thought. Let us know if you're but. one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> this one's been a doozy, man. Not too many sighs. Not too many... No. A few laughs. So hopefully this was a helpful episode. Insightful. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this went better than I was expecting in in terms of terminology and like... Listen, we probably said some dumb shit, but it's not my fault. This is just my experience. These are just our experiences, okay? I'm not saying that that's for everybody. No, I feel like our friends can relate. And if our friends can relate, that means other people can probably relate too. So... Please rate this podcast. That'd be amazing. Unless you hated this episode, please just move along. Don't rate us. <laughs> but follow us on Instagram. Ooh, polls. We will definitely have a poll up for this episode. So check that engaged. out on Spotify. YouTube, give us a like. Engage with us, please. Oh, and listen. This is going to be like kind of fucked up. But like <laughs> the big thing that I think helps with depression, at least for me, is staying on routine. Mm. So stay listening to us weekly. Ooh. Go on your little walk. Turn on. Turn us on. Eat her up. So. Eat them up. <laughs> I don't know who you are. You are. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So stay tuned for Friday's episode for Glowing Hour. Yeah. See you guys there.